the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And for the next two hours, you have to put up with me and Alan. Alan and I, I'm sorry, I beg to, uh, is it Alan and I or me and Alan? Alan and I. Alan and I? Yes, okay. sir. Did you f- pass English in high school? I sure did. Okay, did you At pass At least it? once. <laughs> <laughs> with all due respect to the teachers that taught both of us, were you a good student? Yeah, I was. I was forced to be a good student by you. Your mother? Yeah, no, yeah. by you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had to be a three point or three point five grade average, believe it or not. In high school? Yeah, I didn't have any choice. Ooh. Okay, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you have a car question or car problem or a car concern, maybe you saw twenty twenty last night. You want to comment on twenty twenty? They're gonna. We're gonna talk about that as well. It, it has to do with our industry and how we rip you off and what you should do and stuff like that. And I think. I really think that um, there's enough information on our website, MarkSalem.com, to prepare you for that, and I'll, I'll describe that in a minute. But I have a story about somebody who overfilled a VW Jetta diesel. Three days, it had eight and a half quarts of oil instead of the four it needed. Okay. Because they had gone and done an oil change, but somebody forgot to drain the oil, so they just added four new quarts. Okay. Then it goes to shop number two, and shop number two pronounces it, well, we think it's okay. And in the process of test driving it, the motor blows oh, up. Oh, boy. And so we have two different shops involved, and the first shop never got to see what the second shop saw, saw and ooh, it's going to get ugly. Yeah, it sounds like it. But anyway, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by something that's kind of pretty, and that's Quality Transmission. Bob over at Quality Transmission's a good guy. I promise you he's a good guy. He wants you to know that he's been around for a very long time, since 1977. Bob says... We know how to fix transmissions, and we know how to talk to customers, and we know how to diagnose them appropriately, and we would like you to be involved in that process. You start the process by just calling them up and making an appointment and stopping by. It doesn't cost anything to have them drive your car with you. Hopefully you can demonstrate the problem, and then once you demonstrate it, then they're probably going to want to drive it so that you can teach them how to demonstrate the problem or how to make it happen. And then and only then can they give you an idea on what it's going to cost to fix it because you have to know what it is. So calling around for diagnosis is over the telephone uh, and uh, for transmission issues is is uh, is not going to be productive. And it's that, that same way with calling around for codes on the computer. In order to check it properly, 
your transmission properly, we have to check the fluid, the battery cables for good connections, we have to look for codes, and we have to make sure that the inputs and the outputs and the sensors are talking to one another, which is what we use with a scan tool. A scan tool is a piece of equipment that's very expensive. We plug into your car and we actually get to see what's going on. A code reader is this little 2995 thing that just pulls the code and it really doesn't tell you anything more. Well, it doesn't tell you anything more than what the code is. And a lot of time the code doesn't mean anything. A lot of times it just needs to be cleaned up. So, nevertheless, quality transmission, been around since 1977. They're in Tempe. They're on McClintock, north. They're north of University and south of the 202. You can't miss some quality transmission. Okay, tell me about 2020 last night. You saw it, I didn't. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was pretty interesting actually. Uh, it was short. I, I was kind of disappointed. I thought it was gonna be longer, but basically what they did was is they were telling the tricks of the trade in a bunch of different industries on how people rip you off. And uh, what they did was they sent this woman producer around with an unplugged mass airflow sensor and to three different shops. These were shops back east and uh, wanted to get the different information on what they were going to attempt to sell her. It was simply unplugged with the check engine light. Um, and the first shop just plugged it back in and said uh, uh, it was just unplugged for whatever reason and you have a nice day. We're not charging you anything. And uh, uh, the, the second shop attempted to sell her, um, I, I, I can't remember what it is, I watched it late last night, but I, I wanted to say they plugged it back in because they had cameras underneath the hood. Yeah. They plugged it back in and then went on to attempt to sell her, I, I believe it was a clean of, of the, the mass, uh, mass airflow yeah. sensor. And then the third guy uh, immediately plugged it back in and then sold her a $190 um, that he was going to, it, the, the mass airflow sensor was bad, according to him. It was yeah. bad, but... That's a very expensive part. You know, if we buy one from the dealer, it's going to be three or four hundred dollars. But I can rebuild that sensor for you for one hundred ninety dollars. So I'm going to take it apart and I'm going to solder and I'm going to each individual wire. I'm going to I'm going to put them together and I'm going to check them and I'm going to verify them and I'm going to make sure that I was good. And, and and she was all good. Well, they didn't. <laughs> all they did was they sprayed some cleaner on the intake, the 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 boot, the masterful sensor, and the air filter. Sprayed it off with water, shut the hood, and we're done. That was it. That was it. So he he had a bad day. He had a bad day. Yeah, yeah. he did not like this cameras popping out on him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nor I think would anybody. Well, um, in 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 32 years of working on cars, I've made a lot of mistakes, um, and 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 a lot of them in my early time were just being um, not be not willing to be listen not willing to listen to other guys tell me what I'm going to face. But I can tell you, I can't count on both my fingers, your fingers, and our toes, all the technicians I've dismissed for doing stuff like that. Absolutely. The real question is, is how many people did they do that to before I caught them? Right. Now, it, the idea behind all of that is, is this. When a customer goes in, and, and here's what really bugs me the most, and this is what's going on right now, is I went in for an oil change, and I... I, I'm, they're trying to sell me a rack and pinion for $1,200 because it's leaking. And then I get the email, and I say to them, do you see anything on the floor? Are you adding any power steering fluid? No and no. Well, then th there has to be related symptoms associated with the repair. Uh, they say that they need to clean my mass airflow sensor. And, uh, folks, the mass airflow sensor has this little bitty wire in it that's about as tall as a cigarette butt. Okay, this little wire's job is is to measure the amount of air that goes across it, and every once in a while that gets dirty. If you think you're going to clean it up by yourself, 
your your odds are are less than one in ten of being successful, because all of us in our early days and mass airflow sensors have been around since the, about the middle of 1990s. We have learned that you cannot touch that. If you touch it, you'll break it, and then you have to buy the customer. And a mass airflow sensor can run 200 upwards to a thousand bucks. So we are cleaning them on a regular basis, but there are specific symptoms associated with the cleaning of mass airflow sensors. You, you, you don't have to know the symptoms. Here's what you do. When you go in and they say, you, you need to you have your mass airflow sensor cleaned, you say this, what symptoms are you going to fix by cleaning my mass airflow sensor? That's a, that's a great question. What symptoms do I have that you're going to fix? And here's what you're going to hear. Uh, just a minute, let me go get Joe. The fact of the matter is, is if they, re they respond and they say, do you have an idle surging problem every once in a while? Yes. Does your idle sometimes go kind of high and kind of low and die, but then goes back up too high? Yes. How's your fuel economy? Terrible. How's is it paying any at all? Yes, it is. I'm going to fix all of those when I clean your mass airflow sensor. Those are obvious symptoms. I'm going to clean all those. That's a promise. I'm going to charge how much you charge your mass airflow? But less. It's diagnosed and clean for 125 dollars somewhere around there. Some yeah 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 right. I would say. And so so the idea is is that there are symptoms, but when you're told that you need shock absorbers, then the question is is why? What do you see? So when, when you're told that you need a rack and pinion, which is part of your steering, your power steering system, why? What do I see? What are you going to fix? Those are the kinds of things that are important. And, and if they don't have the right answer, then don't buy the service. Uh, a lady told me that she was told that she needed two front shock absorbers, and she has a little bit of a clunk in the front. And I say to her, okay, the upper mount on one of the front shock absorbers could be bad, causing the clunk. Why don't we just address the clunk? So she went to another shop, and the guy says, it's just the upper mount on this shock over here. And I think the repair bill was $80. And the other shop wanted $1,100 to replace both front shock absorbers because one of the upper mounts, which is a separate part altogether, was bad. So it's important that you protect yourself from us. It's important that you protect yourself. Do you remember that one technician that used to sell wheel cylinders? Uh, no. Andrew. His first name was Andrew, but don't say his last no, name. No, I, I, I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, I do. Yes, okay. I do. Yeah. We had a technician that used to work for us, and um, I noticed, and part of my job as flying the plane is to monitor all the engines and all the doors and all the people coming in and out, and I'm looking and I'm seeing that this guy is just, just gone on this wheel cylinder kick. So I went down and I said to him, Here's my parameters about wheel cylinders. I don't like you to say that they're leaking unless I got fluid dripping off the bottom of the vacuum plate, which means the fluid's eight inches away from where it starts. And if you peel back the boot on a wheel cylinder, it's supposed to have a little bit of fluid in there, so you can't sell that. So the next day, he tried to sell two more wheel cylinders, and the service writer said, you need to know that he's going to sell two more. So I went out there, and I said, um, show me what you got. And he showed me, and I said, this is not what I was talking about yesterday. This is, this is normal, and I want you to stop this. Believe this or not, later that afternoon, he tries to sell another set of wheel cylinders. And so I make him bring his car in after he shows me on this new car what he sees is wrong. And the wheel cylinder has two rubber boots on the end of it. And you peel the boots back, and he goes, oh, look, there's fluid here. I said, okay, bring your car in here. 
We put his car on the rack, and I pulled the rear wheels off of it, and I opened up the boots on his wheel cylinders, and they had more fluid in them than the one car he was trying to sell. So he, I don't know if I loaded his toolbox for him or not because I have a <laughs> forklift for that, but he was gone. And, uh, and, and of course, those are things that, that we as owners are supposed to be on top of. And, and our service writers are supposed to be the advocate for the customer and not an advocate for themselves or an advocate for their own money or an advocate for the t technicians. And that's where the problem commonly lies. The, the, the problem is commonly this. The service writer and the, the, uh, service writer and the technician are in cahoots. The technician says to the, the service rider, see if you can sell a mass airflow sensor clean or see if you can sell a cooling system flush or see if you can sell an engine, top engine clean overhaul for $299, $299. And the service rider will do that. And they both recognize that it's in their best interest financially to sell that. So that's where the commonality, that's where the, the common conspiracy takes place. It has nothing to do with the general manager or the service manager, although there are places I've worked before where the service manager was pushing everybody for sales. And, of course, when the management starts pushing for sales, then the, then the barn door is wide open and, and whatever goes is, is fine with management. They've made that clear. So those are the kinds of things that you're going to have. If you have a comment or if you have a question about something you've had, um, give us a call, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Michael, you stay right there because you're going to be first on the other side of this break. And I'm going to actually break a little bit early. Is that okay, Gil? Okay, buddy, I'm going to give it to you right now, and we'll be right back. Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. Select 960 The Patriots tweets that matter. Vet out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Bill O'Reilly, The Drudge Report, and Charles Krauthammer, and all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork, and all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960 The Patriot. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners, Dan and Betsy Glauber, have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. They are located at the southwest corner of 27th Avenue and Maryland. People go to D&B Auto because they have been referred by other happy customers who say they will not take their vehicles anywhere else. They have been on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list for years. D&B Auto is a member of the BBB, ASA, and have ASE certified technicians. They work on both foreign and domestic vehicles. If you live anywhere near 27th Avenue in Maryland, give them a call at 602-249-2103. They will even give you a ride to and from your home or office. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. Give them a call at 602-249-2103. It's the White House mega scandal no one is talking about. Ever since the mid-90s, there's been a hidden force at work in the stock market. And every six years, this dividing force causes the stock market to crash. The White House inflates an economic bubble, and Wall Street is about to pop that bubble and cash in at your expense. It happens every six years. It happened in 2002. It happened in 2008, and it's going to happen again in... 
You guessed it, 2014. Protect yourself now by logging on to ScandalStocks.com for a free special report. It's called the White House Scandal. Three ways to protect yourself from Washington's six-year itch. It's absolutely free, and it includes three ways you can protect your portfolio's value, even grow your wealth, while everyone else is swept up in Washington's six-year itch. Get your free White House Scandal report now and protect your investments before it's too late. Log on today to ScandalStocks.com. That's ScandalStocks.com. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. This nation will remain the land of the free only so long as it is the home of the brave. 960 The Patriot. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 20 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and just like we promised, we're going to do two things. Number one, we're going to give you the phone number again, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, now's the time to answer because the lines are wide open. And number two, we're going straight to Michael, like I promised. Michael, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. I'm in the market for a five- or six-year-old used car, and I was wondering if you were that in my shoes, where would be some of the places you would look? Do you like to negotiate? Do you like to do spreadsheets? Do you like to feel really good at the end of a purchase, whether it's a, you know, a television or whatever, or do you just want in and out of this unfortunate circumstance real fast? It's not. An, there is no rush for me, uh, but I do like to feel good at the end. I'm not good at negotiating. Okay. All right. I think um, the 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 place I would start is Craigslist and Auto Trader. Okay. And and here's what I would look for. I would look for a one-owner car with all the maintenance records. And I would take a month-long subscription to Carfax. Can't, I don't know how much it costs. Does it cost much? I, I've never I've never done it. Okay. I, I, I don't know. Uh, 20 bucks. I bet it's not even $20. Yeah. And you can run the VIN number. You can probably do them individually. Yeah, yeah. You can run the VIN number through Car uh, Carfax, and it'll tell you about the service history, and it'll also tell you if it's been ever been wrecked. But here's what's going on right now, Michael, in 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 the arena. There's lots of people buying and selling cars because they can, and it's okay. But they're lying about the car. You know, you're going to hear, 
Um, I'm from Minnesota. My grandfather died. This is his car. I'm here just to sell the car. You know, I don't know much about it. I don't have any maintenance records. The title's open. Uh, you know, and this is how much money I want. That's the beginning of a really bad thing. Because that guy bought it from the auction two days ago. He's got an open title on it. He doesn't know anything about the history because he's lying about everything. So you want you, you, there's plenty of them out there that no I've owned this car since new and and then you might hear this. They've offered me six thousand dollar trade in for this. Now if I trade it in I get a tax break as well because they're going to offset the sales tax. Ta- sales tax is six hundred dollars on six thousand. So if you'll give me sixty six hundred dollars, which is the trade in and the money I'm going to lose on sales tax, I'll sell you my car. And I'm even, but yet it goes from, and I get the same amount of money as if I traded it in, but you get my car, and I'm whole, and you're getting a heck of a good deal because really you're buying it kind of from what the, uh, what, the what they call the wholesale value is. Hmm. So those are the kinds of things that I would do. I would look for maintenance records. I would look for one owners. I would verify that the car's never been wrecked, and I would negotiate based on this website kellybluebook.com kbb.com yeah sorry thank you yeah no no you're right kbb.com you punch in the car you talk with him as you're doing it you're on the phone with him and you punch in the car and you put down private party sale because it's going to say what price do you want on this car do you want the dealer price do you want the trade-in price do you want the retail price and i want you to pick private party sale and 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 when you do all of that you're going to really run across some nice cream puffs that you can negotiate on and or that guy that says hey give me 6600 and i'm out the door and you got my car and everything he says is true and the the cherry on the top of this snow cone is this he has every dime dime he's ever put in the car in a little notebook that's in the glove box and all the receipts that goes with it so i mean that's the kind of that's the kind of car you want to buy used you think I should go to a new car dealer and buy one of their used cars? You could. That certainly is a good thing. It's the same thing, though. You want them to give you a Carfax. You don't want a car that's had five owners. A lady brought a car in the other day. It, it had actually been in the federal government system. And the car was priced, in my opinion, way higher than it ought to be. And we wrote $1,500 worth of work that needed to be done immediately. This wasn't work that needed to be done in six months or a year. We had a whole bunch more of that. Now, she went back, and they just said, we'll give you $1,500. We'll just drop our price by $1,500. And so, you know... I think that speaks for itself. Everybody can decide what they want to decide. And keep but, in mind too, when you buy from a from a used car dealership, you'll pay tax. So, oh, ha- yeah. So you you know, private but, private party. There's no tax with a used car dealership. You'll be there'll be tax on that. So that that could be a big uh, big downfall as well. Yeah, if you're going to be looking at a car for ten thousand dollars, you're talking about a thousand dollars worth of tax. Is there a uh, ugly duckling or Renarec, uh, uh franchise in Metro Phoenix at all? You know, I don't know the answer to that. Th- th- those are good guys as well. But again, the Carfax starts it. You do your homework on the price. Ignore the price they say, because this is how it goes. As you walk in the door, they go, "Hey, Michael, how you doing? My name's, my name's Mark, and uh, what are you looking for, Michael? Well, I'm looking for a five or six year old car. You got anything to trade in? Have you ever heard him say that to you? 
No. That's the first question they're going to ask you. That's the first question they're going to ask you. Because they want, because here's this car over here, and I want 8000 for it, but if he wants to trade something in, he's going to want an arm and a leg for his trade-in. So this car right over here is $11,000. So I've already got a $3,000 pillow on that car, a fluff. I've got $3,000 worth of what they call pack on that car. So I can come down to eight if you pony up the $8,000, and, and will you write a check for the car. But on the other hand, if you got a car and you want ten thousand trade in, but I know it's not worth ten, it's worth seven. I've already got three thousand dollars of of additional money on the car, so I can give you your ten, but I'm really not giving you your ten. Yeah. So so you know if you're going to be a cash buyer, or if you want them to, I would go out and get financing at like a credit union first, and or write the check one or the other, and then when you walk in, tell them you're going to get one shot at me, buddy. Give me one price, and that's how much do I write my check for. I'm right. going to drive what I want. I want you to Carfax everything I'm interested in. Thank you very much, but I'm not here to play games. I'm here to buy a car. And I don't have to buy a car today, but thank you. You look like a nice young man or a nice young lady. I hope you'll work with me. Thank you very much, because that's how I start. Okay. All righty? Thank you, Mark. All right, good luck to you, Mike. All righty, 602-508-0960. You had a mass airflow sensor oh, story? Oh, yeah, yeah, kind of getting back to this. I had a buddy call me the other day and said his check engine light on his uh on his wife's car came on and and it was a p01 which is pretty uniform across most cars for mass airflow sensor and you know of course where he had it pulled they wanted to sell him an air filter and a and a you know mass airflow sensor and a this and a that and a, and i said well first thing i want you to do is check your check your air filter he opened up his air filter it was filthy dirty i said put a new air filter in it ask him to clear the code and go drive it and we'll we'll deal with it from there and uh and he said well, what about this this cleaning and i said well we'll know if it needs a cleaning here after just a couple of days after we clear that code if it comes back we know that it probably got that filthy dirty air filter on that mass airflow sensor but um and then he he we we cleared it and he drove away and we never yeah. never came back on one but, of the things that, about that is this the mass airflow sensor is measuring the amount of air that the engine is inhaling if the fil if the air filter's plug there's a big difference between what the mass airflow sensor is telling the computer and how much air is actually getting into the engine's lungs. Right. Well, the engine's going to overfuel it. It doesn't know the computer's going to overfuel it. He's going to add air based on the mass airflow sensor, but he doesn't know that w that the filter's plugged. Right. So now we have two different numbers, and the computer doesn't know the second number. So it adds fuel based on if the if the mass airflow sensor says eight, it adds fuel based on eight. But in reality, the motor's getting four. Right. Right. So. So now all of a sudden we've got all kinds of problems going on. We've got sulfur smell. We're overloading the catalytic converter with fuel. We've got all these other things. But if somebody said to him, you know what? I don't think your mass airflow sensor is bad. I think what we really need to do is just replace your air filter and do what you said. They would have won his heart forever. Yeah, right. They would have won his right. And, and, and well, and speaking of, of good guys, let's talk about Phil at Transmission Exchange. When you talk about Phil, Phil is honest. He's been around since 1968. Automatic Transmission Exchange is on 40th Street in Washington. And here's why that's important. It's because Phil knows transmissions better than anybody I know. He's got gray hair coming out of his ears and his nose and the back of his neck and on top of his head, and that tells you he's been around a long time. So if you're in Central Phoenix or anywhere near 40th Street and Washington, Automatic Transmission Exchange is a great transmission shop for you to stop by and talk to Phil. Not all repair shops are the same. Mark knows the best shops, and two of them have just been presented the Better Business Bureau's International Torch Award for Business Ethics, Tony's Auto Service Center, and 25th Street Automotive. 
That's nothing short of amazing. These two shops know cars, but they care about the families they serve, our community, and the environment. They hire the best and stand behind their work with an ironclad warranty. Mention this announcement and receive a special discount on your first visit. For Tony's Auto Service Center at 56th Street in Thomas, call 480-945-7788 or go to Tony'sAutoServiceCenter.com. That's Tony'sAutoServiceCenter.com. And for 25th Street Automotive at Indian School and 25th Street, call 602-955-2637 or go to 25thStreetAutomotive.com. That's 25thStreetAutomotive.com. Either way, definitely two shops you can trust to do what's right. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. True story. A Seattle man went to bed with nearly 300 grand in his bank account. By morning, the money had vanished because of some identity thief. Can you imagine? What if some thief got to your life savings? Look, no one can stop all identity theft, but here's what you do. Arm your bank and retirement accounts with LifeLock Ultimate Plus. Yep, LifeLock's best just got better. LifeLock Ultimate Plus is the most comprehensive identity theft protection available, helping protect your identity, your bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, even the equity in your home. How many other ID theft protection services do that? Zero. So why risk it? Get LifeLock Ultimate Plus and sleep easier knowing if a thief goes after your identity or life savings, LifeLock's on it. Visit LifeLock.com now and enter promo code AWARE or call and mention AWARE to save 10% on your LifeLock Ultimate Plus membership. 800-838-6010. 800-838-6010. Network does not cover all transactions. Today, my new dad threw a barbecue. Today, my new son and I threw a barbecue. There were burgers and chicken. I burnt everything. The burgers, the chicken, the salad. Ah! They were delicious. They were awful. And then and then we had watermelon. <laughs> I'm allergic to watermelon. And then we played catch. I broke Mr. Lewis's window. Mrs. Wakeham's window. Mrs. Wakeham's windshield. And then, somehow, my hand. My hand! And then my dad even let me drive his car. The hospital's on the right! It was a rough day. It was a great day. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Today? All about that demon, all the mobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels in the 
Is it open? Make everybody 34 minutes out. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark and Alan here at your service. 602-508-0960. We have four lines of the five that's available right now. But I want to talk to you about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa. They've been providing expert auto and truck and light repair done maintenance services to their customers since 1970. I think they're in the second generation of that family. They have ASC certified technicians. They're they want to provide you with the highest level of qu quality automotive services. And then they're going to follow up with friendly reminders that let you know when your car is due for service. It's really easy to deal with somebody who's very computer literate and who's capable of helping you understand when you're due for stuff. And also, they want you to know that when you're due for something, it doesn't mean today or next week. It means any time in the next three or four months. So you're able to budget if you want. Thompson's Auto Repair is located on Main Street just east of Stapley. It's a great place, so if you're in Mesa and you don't have a garage that you can call your own, may I suggest Thompson's Auto Repair, Main Street just east. Just on Main Street, just east of Stapley in Mesa. Hey, um, uh, Wayne, good morning to you. How can I help you today? Good morning. Good morning. Well, I have a 2006 Chrysler Town and Country, and I've got an electrical problem. I'm not quite sure what to do with it. I've had somebody look at it, but they haven't been able to figure it out. Okay. When you uh, turn the engine off and park the car, the parking lights stay on when the light is in the off position. Okay. And occasionally they go off and come back on after you've parked the car. And, of course, uh, if, you, if this happens and stay, the car stays parked long enough, it then runs the battery down. Okay. I, I, I have one of those in the shop right now. It's not a town of country, but it is a Chrysler product where I've got the uh, – it's actually Tony's truck okay. – where uh, if he forgets to turn off the fan for the AC, the fan will continue running with the key in your pocket. Okay. Uh, we diagnose it as an ignition switch, okay. bad ignition switch. So I don't know if that's the same, but um, but that's what we have right now going yeah. on. Yeah, you you need to have when you need to have somebody with a di wiring diagram, and they need to start with what's on. You said it's the parking lights, right? Right, it's the parking lights. So okay. you get the front uh, I, light. I, I understand. Light. I understand what okay. parking lights are, but but. But for the people with parking lights, is the, the the detent before you get headlights. So your headlight switch is off, the old-fashioned one is off, and then you pull it halfway out, and it's parking lights, and then you pull it all the way out, and you get headlights. In your particular case, this could be an alarm system issue. This could be something that's t some timer that's bad. The timer says we're going to turn on the headlight or turn on the parking lights when you shut the key off, so that you can get into the house safely. And then you can go in. And you said it's an 06, so I don't know if it's programmable on yours or not. But some of them you can go in and set the time. I want 15 seconds, 30 seconds, two minutes, three minutes of headlights or parking light till my wife gets in the house, and then shut off. So somebody really needs to have a wiring diagram, and they need to start at the park lights and go backwards. But to be okay. perfectly honest with you, a really seasoned veteran would, would know how to find this within 100 to $105, okay. and, I, and I'm thinking it's about an hour to track it backwards to find out what's going on. Now, does it have any relationship to any of the interior lights? Do the interior anyway, lights also go on? And that was a symptom I forgot to tell you because you mentioned the timer. Uh, there's a timer that cuts off the interior lights if you leave the door open, I don't know, 10 minutes or something. And that will also play into this because it will cut off the parking lights along with the interior lights when that timer kicks in. Okay. I, I think I'd do two things. Number one, I disconnect both battery cables. 
and I want you to touch the battery cables together to the count of five, and then just set them aside and walk away for four, five, six minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes, who cares? With them still. Do you understand? I want you to touch the cables together after you've disconnected them from the battery. Right. I understand that. Don't touch the cables together when they're on the battery, and don't touch the battery (laughs) terminals together. I want to take the cables off and touch them together. Now, we're going to discharge all the capacitors. We're going to to reboot. We're going to do a big-time reboot on your system. The second thing I want you to do is when you start the car up and you you drive it, I want you to pay particular attention to each door and when you get out of the car, I want you to watch those interior lights, and I want you to make sure that they go off when they're supposed to go off, and if they don't go off within a certain amount of time, I want you to open and slam each door. But the driver's doors this, this is the switch that causes the most problems because it's the one that gets used the most. So there's a lot of times for diagnostic purposes when we have an interior parking light issue, we're going to go ahead and just take that driver's door switch completely out and bypass it, and the customer comes back and says, everything's fine, except I don't have interior lights on the driver's door. Good, but all the other symptoms are gone. Yeah, okay, I'm going to put a driver's door switch on your driver's door. And in your Chrysler, okay. it, could be in the, it could be in the door opening, or it could be inside the door on the switch itself. Right. So I don't know where okay. it's at, but any body shop could replace it if you wanted to just make a guess. Sure. Okay. All right. Thanks Good luck to you. Help. All right. You're All welcome. Right. Thank you, Wayne. And anybody else? Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. When we when we come back, um, we can talk about. I want to talk about Lisa's VW, and that's the one with the motor that popped the other day. Okay. And uh, maybe there's some lessons to be learned about that. Okay. And so when we come back, we'll talk about a bad engine, and we'll do that right after this. On June 12, 1987, the President of the United States drew a line in the sand for the Soviet Union. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Fast forward to 2014 when this president lays down the law to Russia. And this happens. This is what happens when you have this crazy notion that the U.S. is not really the leader of the free world and should stop leading from out front. Listen to this station to learn how we are going to get out of this mess. Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhauled transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. 
If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Homeowners, do you regret buying one of those so-called alternative whole house water treatment systems? Were you told it would get rid of hard water deposits on fixtures, shower glass, and dishes? You found out the hard way. The claims are false. They don't work, and now you're upset. Good news. You can get a trade-in credit for the brand that actually does work. Kinetico Quality Water. There's true science behind Kinetico's patent technology, so it really does eliminate hardness, scale, and scum. It also removes chlorine and other chemicals so you're not showering or drinking the chlorine that the city adds to the water for disinfection. Kinetico is independently certified, has an A-plus rating with the BBB, and no complaints with the Registrar of Contractors. Switch from a scam to something that really works. Visit KineticoAZ.com. That's KineticoAZ.com. Or call 602-904-5800 for a free phone quote and more information on their trade-in allowance. Maricopa Water is the exclusive authorized independent Connecticut dealer for Phoenix and Tucson. I started my adventure in the Air Force Reserve as a payload system operator. A flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration team. We do a lot in a little bit of time, and we have to do it very efficiently. It's a very exciting career. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. The most exciting thing in the Air Force Reserve is to be able to travel. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. That was definitely a bonus. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. The lines are open. Uh, we've got Jed um, from LaPorte, Indiana, listening to us on the web. So we're going to get to Jed right away, but 602-508-0960, the lines are wide open if you'd like to join us. And, Jed, I'm going to take you before I even talk about Larry Harker's, but LaPorte, Indiana, we have family there. Well, <laughs> it's a very small world, remarkable number of people do. I am from Scottsburg, Scottsdale, yeah. and you might remember the name Jed Nolan. I don't know if you do or not, but that used to be me. Okay, and tell me tell me how we met, or tell me how, because it is a very familiar name. I just can't place it. That's all right. Uh, did you used to be a police officer in Scottsdale? Yes. Then um, you're um, a good friend of my old friend, um, Master Sergeant Kane. Bob Kane? Correct. Oh, heck yes. Oh, heck yeah. yes. I, I used to have a restaurant in Scottsdale for a number of years. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, well, the, the, the family in uh, Laporte is called Sawaya, and that Sawaya. is my father's sister's family, and uh, they are uh, S-A-W-A-Y-A, something like that, yeah, Sawaya. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how it's spelled. And, um, well, and they are, my wife is from here, which is why we are here. Okay. Long story that I won't bore you with. Because obviously uh, that's not what you do on the radio, and that's not why I called. But okay. I will ask her because she may very well know them. Okay. We are here because she was born here. All right, perfect, uh, perfect. Okay. I'm ready for your question. Well, it's a little bit involved. I hope it's okay. Please okay. tell me when I need to shut up. Okay. Um, I have a 95 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Um, I try to keep it in, in excellent condition. It has, for the last year plus, had a slow drain on the battery. I had a newish battery. I had it changed out. 
um, and it's still doing the same thing. Um, it uh, the other day for the third or fourth time it didn't start. Uh, the uh, car uh, has the vehicle has on the lower center de- um, console a uh, an indicator for day, date, uh, month, etc. It was flashing as if it had been detached from the battery. It, it, yeah, when you drop below nine volts, um, you're going to reset everything. Got it. And so, uh, being the car genius I am, which is of course a total farce, I I thought, well, maybe the terminals I could clean the terminals, and that might help the situation. I did. I did a great job for a real idiot in the car business. They looked terrific. I thought, this is terrific, it should start right up, nothing happened at all. So I charged it, it started fine, I charged it most of the day, it started fine the next day. I was driving it, and this is the real crux of the problem, and the car just stopped. Everything went dead. Okay. I put it in neutral, it started up immediately. I drove it for about less than a quarter mile, everything went dead. Which, of course, means I'm driving a diesel truck in a semi with no power steering. Okay, all right. Um, I pulled into a gas station. There was an auto repair place there. I, uh, my wife suggested we go there. I started up. It started perfectly. Um, it got uh, ten feet. Everything went dead. Um, okay, but I there's, told there's them, no. Well, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Two separate problems here. Okay. Two separate. You're, you're trying to tie these two together. We got two separate problems. Okay. The the first one. This is what I want you to do. Because if you want to work on your own car, have you got a pencil handy? I'm grabbing one as we speak. Okay. Do you mind if I put you on speakerphone while I write? Uh, that's going to cause havoc on the radio. Then phone. I won't. Then I okay. won't do it. All right. Um, I want you to, I want you to go to Radio Shack and buy a cigarette lighter plug-in, and it'll have okay. two two leads on it. And then I want you to hook a uh, a digital voltmeter, some kind of a meter, a DC voltmeter to those two leads, so you can monitor the voltage all the time. Okay. I want your battery to never, when you start it up, I want your battery to never get below 10 volts. So when you hit the key, you're going to start between, let's just put down this, start is going to be between 12 and 13 volts. 12, 1, 12, 2, 12, 3, 12, 7, 12, 8, 12, 9, 13. 12 and 13 volts is just, that's to start with. Cranking should not drop below 10. And then when you're moving down the road, I want 13.4 to 14.8. 13.4 to 14.8. I don't care what the okay. accessories are on or anything. I want those okay. numbers there. Okay. Now, in, it, let's talk about the first one. The first one is is we want to make sure, we'll, we'll go to my website, MarkSalem.com, and click mm-hmm. on um, FAQ 28, print it, because it's, my car intermittently doesn't crank, it doesn't start. And it's going to talk to you about the headlights and it's going to talk to you about how bright they are and stuff like that. I think it's possible that you did something good when you cleaned the cables. I think it's possible that that may have been a big problem. I think right now you have a completely separate problem with sparker fuel, which is causing the car, the engine to die and then recover quickly, which could be mm-hmm. an ignition module. It could be, in your case, your Grand Cherokee, it could be a crankshaft sensor. It could be a fuel pump. There's a lot of things that would cause it, but electricity, a battery alternator problem, will not allow the engine to shut off and then for you to crank it back over. Those two, yeah. th- that doesn't work. 
So I, I think you have two separate problems. Let's work on the battery one first. Now, every morning when you get into that car, I want the battery to be between 12.1 and 13 volts. Okay. And and if it's not, and you see a, a, a deterioration from from night to night to night to night, where it, at night you park it and it's 12.8, and the next morning you get in and it's 11.8, we have a draw. We have sure. something that's yeah. sucking it out. I want you to pull the plug on the alternator. Okay. Okay, and see what, what, what that does. Because a lot of times on your green, Jeep Chank, Grand Cherokee, by pulling the plug on the alternator or disconnecting the big red wire at the back of the alternator, be very careful, that's a hot circuit. Just unplug the wire for the night, that's all, and then you come back in the morning and you left it was 12.8 and you come back in the morning it's 12.8, boo, I think we got it. You think it would be then the alternator right. that is not recharging as it No, drives. no, the alternator has three diodes. The diodes are only allowed power to go in but not come out. One or more of your diodes is bad. Got it. So See, and please, now you, you can have this all this checked for about forty five to sixty five dollars if you can find somebody who who can do this. I'm going to check your battery. I'm going to low test your battery. I'm going to check your alternator voltage at idle. And I remember I told you thirteen four to fourteen eight. And I'm going to check your idle amperage. It's ten to thirty. So I want at idle. I want the amps coming out of the alternator to be between 10 and 30. And on, on a wide open, I'm going to force the alternator to give me all you got, baby. I want 80 to 100. And that Thank whole you. test costs nothing. I mean, it's 45 okay. bucks. I hear you. Uh, that I will definitely do without question. Okay. Um, uh, the, uh, the thing that worries me is I'm scared to drive the car. What the garage did is they cleaned the, um, the, uh, oh, the plate, the um, throttle blades throttle plate and said that was the problem okay but it it started it never sputtered it started up immediately and the electricity went dead three times in a row when i before i took it in there okay. so it scares me to drive the car now no no when the electricity goes dead the computer resets everything to f defaults we have to then relearn everything so the the idle air control motor has to relearn the transmission shift pattern has to be relearned every time you lost voltage it's like a cold boot on your computer. Your computer just has to relearn everything. Sure. So, so I'm not worried about that at all. What, what, what? Here's here's the tie to clean throttle blades, and your problems. If you said to them, every time I back off the throttle when I'm doing, you know, a faster speed, I'm doing 35, 45, 55, 65, 75. I know you guys in Indiana go 85, 95. It, <laughs> it, I go down the road and I back off the throttle, and boom, the engine's dead then cleaning the throttle blades is a very good gamble because you've gone to the idle circuit, but it's not ready for you. But it could not be ready for you because it hasn't had a good chance to relearn idle strategy yet. So let's work on one thing. Let's just get the voltage good. And any time, any, for anybody, when you get into your car and all the radio stations have changed and your seats changed and your clock is blinking at you, it's because the, the voltage in the cars dropped below 9.5. Yeah. And when the voltage drops below 9.5, everything goes to default. Okay. Forgive so, me, Mark. I apologize. But the thing I'm really frightened of is why would the car just die, total electric go off, and then it restart again? And do that three times in a row. Why would the electricity go off if there's not an electrical problem somewhere? Well, the, when you say electrical, did your dash light stay on? Everything went off. No, no when so you say everything... totally dead. I mean everything was dead. 
Um, the only thing then I, it started up immediately. Well, but here's the problem with what you're saying. <laughs> For everything to be dead, that means we have to start over with the radio presets and everything. And and there's no reason that it would shut off and then all of a sudden the electricity would come back. You're talking about a scenario I've never heard before. Sure, I you're, 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 you're and that's why I think we have two separate problems. I now, understand. if it dies again, I want you to honk the horn, turn on the windshield wipers. I want you to turn on the interior lights. I want to make sure everything's dead. Sure. I want to know that it's dead. Now, it could be an ignition switch assembly, which is on top of the steering column at the very foot of your st column. It's sure. quite different than the ignition lock assembly where you put the key in. Yes. Okay? So those are the, those are the two things. If it's an ignition switch... You can't control it. It's down underneath the dash. If it's an ignition lock, maybe when you're driving down the road, you wiggle the key a little bit up and down, left and right, 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and just jury that around and see if you can get it to die. And if that's the case, then it may very well be a lock cylinder or the ignition switch. But see, when you kill the power that way, you still have interior lights. You still have air conditioning blowing. You still have your windshield wipers blowing. You still have your radio on. And you're telling me all of that's gone. Yeah, all of it went off. Okay. Everything went off. All the lights, everything went off. All, all right, the, well, and the, the last, last thing I can tell you is, is the, it's no secret that Chrysler has terrible problems with battery cables because once we leave the battery, we go into the fuse panel, we go into the ignition circuit, we go into the fuel circuit, and all that kind of stuff has to be checked and cleaned. Not too long ago, a, t a customer of mine blew the left front tire. The, the tire uh, went through the wheel well, wiped out a bunch of wiring underneath the uh, battery box, and, and caused all kinds of problems that we had to deal with over a short period of time. And it all was related to the blown up tire that had really damaged some wiring. So it's not uncommon for us to find problems further deep in the next three feet of the battery cables. All of that needs to be checked from three feet from the battery terminal, three feet towards wherever it's going needs to be checked. Is that I a good job, Mark? Uh, no, not for a good season technician. Mark, you've been extremely helpful. Thank okay. you so much. All right. Good luck to you, Jed. Good luck to you. Bye. All righty. 602 Let me tell you about Larry Harker's Auto. I want you to picture this square box, okay? Camelback to the north, I-17 and the 101 to the east and the west, and then the I-10 to the south. That's a huge area. I can only find one garage in that area that can pass the muster, and that's Larry Harker's Auto Repair, 38th Avenue and Indian School. They've been in business since 1967. They do great auto electrical work, brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenances, oil changes, running down electrical problems. Bob is a great technician. His wife runs the front office and Bob runs the shop, but he's really good at what he does. So if you're looking for a great shop and you live anywhere between Camelback to the north, the 10 to the south, I-17 to the east, and the 101 to the west, then Larry Harker's Automotive is a great place for you to go. Let me tell you about one other shop, too, that I forgot to tell you about, and that's Phoenix Body Works. The last couple of attaboy letters I've got from people who stopped at Phoenix Body Works, and by the way, they're at 19th Avenue, half block north of Deer Valley Road. The last couple of attaboys have been this. I took my car in because I thought I needed this. They looked at my rearview mirror, and they go, no, you don't need to replace that. I can fix it. And they did. What do I owe you? Nothing. Thanks for honoring us with your trust, one of them said. Some guy went in there, and one of the arms at a gated community had kind of scratched his hood. So they, he says, how much to paint the hood? And they say, you don't need to have the hood painted. Give me just a minute. He says, within about 20 minutes, they brought my car back, and the scratches were gone. And they said, we just buffed them out for you. 
He says, what do I owe you? Nothing. Now, Finnish Body Works isn't going to do free work for you, but that's the kind of shop they are. They're really interested in you, taking care of you, and they recognize, like all of us do, that sometimes it's a good idea to just do something the old NC way, no charge. Just take care of someone's big, because when you come in and that problem is really big, it's big to you, but it's really small to us, we can be your heroes. So that's what Phoenix Body Works is all about. He'll be your advocate in any kind of insurance relationship. He'll take good care of you. He won't let anybody cut corners at your expense. And he is an insurance claim professional, Greg May at Phoenix Body Works. So it's your vehicle. You choose the body shop, not your insurance company. So take good care of that. And Greg and Phoenix Body Works serves North Phoenix, Anthem, and New River. And again, they're at 19th Avenue, half block north of Deer Valley Road. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.